let's get ready to study God's Word. Greetings to one and all. Welcome to another episode of Rightly Divide the Word of Truth. This is Andrew S. Baker, and it's time for another devotional study. Please be sure to visit us at biblestudy.asbzone.com, where you can find links to our previous episodes and various Bible study resources. Let's have a word of prayer before we get into our study for today. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for your Holy Spirit. We thank you for your blessings. We thank you for your word. We ask you that you'll grant unto us your spirit. Give us wisdom and understanding. Give us the right words and help us that we will present this message in accordance with your will. In Jesus' name, amen. Our passage for this study is Luke 9, verses 54 and 55. And it says... And when his disciples James and John saw this, they said, Lord, wilt thou that we command fire to come down from heaven and consume them, even as Elias did? But he turned and rebuked them and said, Ye know not what manner of spirit ye are of. Okay. That is from the King James Version, as you no doubt recognized. And our title is Right Message, Wrong Spirit. Right Message, Wrong Spirit. Christ calls for us to be his disciples. It is important for us to be more like Christ. We're not just supposed to learn from Christ. We're supposed to learn of Christ. We're supposed to learn his ways, his mannerisms, his behaviors. We are to look like Christ. The Christians were first called Christians at Antioch because people recognized in them all of the mannerisms and behavior of Christ. And so they called them Christian. There is a tendency these days for people who are preaching the everlasting gospel to preach it in a way that is not like Christ. We are proud of being harsh and fierce and telling people like it is and preaching the straight truth and all these other terms that have everything to do with our own self-will. We want to be able to say things to people because we are right and they are wrong And if they don't get it, then that's on them. We we did our duty, and so we just kick the dust off of our feet. It's interesting how willing we are to follow certain parts of the counsel that Christ gave. Everyone seems to be sure that they have a Jonah message. Forty days and Nineveh shall be overthrown. And then we want to go and pout like Jonah did. 
and we want to be fierce. Everyone wants to be John the Baptist, right? Show my, my people their transgressions in the house of Israel their sins. Many seem to feel that they are called to cry aloud and spare not. And it almost seems as though attitude doesn't matter. So we can have the wrong spirit, but as long as we have the right message, it doesn't matter. But Jesus did point out to the woman of Samaria that they that worship the Father would worship in, in spirit and in truth. You can have the right message and the wrong spirit. In fact, I would argue that if you have the wrong spirit, you also do not have the right message. Because the message is a converting message. The message should change us. If you can manage to utter and proclaim the right message, but never accept the spirit that should come with that message, it won't benefit you and it will almost certainly not benefit your hearers. There are a couple of passages in the Bible that help us to understand this perspective. In Jude verse 9, Jude only has one chapter, so Jude verse 9, it says, Yet Michael the archangel, when contending with the devil, he disputed about the body of Moses, durst not bring against him a railing accusation, but said, The Lord rebuke thee. In other words, for those who are King James challenged, when Christ was in a dispute with Satan over the body of Moses, right? Because this is when Christ came to resurrect Moses. And the devil's like, no, he messed up. I'm supposed to get him. Because remember, Moses is the first person that's resurrected. And so when Christ comes to resurrect him, instead of Jesus going off and and arguing and and um, battling with Satan with some sort of railing accusation about how he's been creating all these problems in X, Y, and Z, Jesus calmly said, the Lord rebuked thee and went about his business. Paul counsels us in Colossians 4, 6, let your speech be always with grace seasoned with salt, that ye may know how ye ought to answer every man. We have to come with the right spirit, otherwise it's going to be hard for people to conclude that we have the right message. In Luke 9, the context for the passage is that Christ was getting ready to go to Jerusalem, but he was passing through the land of Samaria. And he was going to stop at Samaria, but the Samaritans recognized that he was going on to go to Jerusalem. And because of their enmity with the Jews, they didn't want to deal with him. If he wasn't going to stay at their place for some considerable amount of time, they didn't want to bother with him. So they did not offer him any lodging, which was insulting. Okay, it was insulting, but they're basically, they basically said, if you're not going to stay you know, a, a week or something, then whatever, we have no room. 
And, you know, Jesus took it all in stride. But James and John said, oh, no, 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 no. Lord, do you want us to command fire to come down from heaven and consume them as Elijah did? Now, the situation with Elijah was not one of personal insult, right? That's not why Elijah did what Elijah did. It wasn't one of personal insult. And Jesus turns to them. And it's always interesting because when Jesus confronts issues like with Peter and and here with James and John, he turns to them. But he turned and rebuked them and said, Ye know not what manner of spirit ye are of. Christ came to save. And even when we have to give a warning message, even when we have to give a Noah-type message, the flood is coming and the earth is to be destroyed, or a Jonah-type message, in 40 days Nineveh will be overthrown, or the three angels' message, which is pertinent for our time, where we have to bring people's attention to the judgment. The hour of his judgment is come. We need to worship him. We need to come out from among Babylon. We need and call and to call people out from Babylon. And we need to warn people not to get the mark of the beast. These are important concepts, but we still have to do them in a loving way. Just because we have the right theology does not mean we can be haphazard in our behavior. Because theology is not simply a doctrinal understanding of things. Theology must be more than just the the study of things of the Bible. It must encompass the behavior, the demeanor, the attitude, the approach. We don't want Christ to turn to us and say, ye know not what manner of spirit ye are of. Let's make sure that as we go about teaching others, proclaiming the gospel, whatever it is we're doing, whether it's Bible studies, encouragement, exhortation, no matter what it is, we have to approach people. We can't use the devil's tactics. We can't appear to be lamb-like and yet speak as the dragon. Right? Christ said that his sheep will know his voice. If we don't speak like Christ does, Christ's other sheep, which are of a different fold, will not recognize his voice in ours. If we speak like the hireling or like the enemy, the thief that cometh forth to steal and to kill, they're not going to be drawn to the message. The fact that we have the right message will profit us nothing if we embrace the wrong spirit. It will neither save those that hear us, nor we ourselves. It's important for us that we adopt the Spirit of Christ, that we adopt the fruit of the Spirit, because the proof that we are disciples of God is that we love one another. That's what Jesus said. 
By this shall all men know that ye are my disciples, if ye have love one for another. And if we don't, if, if in our discourse with each other or with people who are in the wrong, we behave more like the dragon than the lamb, we're not going to be helping anyone. And we may be injuring ourselves along with others. Let's make sure that we embrace the right message in the right spirit because any other combination is failing. And when his disciples, James and John, saw this, they said, Lord, wilt thou that we command fire to come down from heaven and consume them, even as Elias did? But he turned and rebuked them and said, Ye know not what manner of spirit ye are of. Look at that. Jesus rebuked them, and even the rebuke was not blistering and in a wrong spirit. It, it caused them to check themselves. It caused them to check themselves. But he didn't scream and curse at them. He didn't. He wasn't sarcastic with them or anything of the sort. But he called attention to the fact that they were not in harmony with his will or his agenda. May we move in accordance with Christ and show ourselves to be his disciples in how we communicate what we communicate. Let's close with a word of prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you once again for the privilege of doing these podcasts. We thank you for your message. We thank you for your word. We ask you to help us to have the right spirit in our personal devotion, in our witnessing, in our evangelism, in whatever capacity we share the gospel with others. Help us to have the right spirit. Help us to come to the study of your word in the right spirit. Please bless us and keep us and help us to rightly reflect the image of Christ in everything that we do and rightly divide your words of truth. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks again for listening to this podcast. You can reach us via email at biblequestions at asbzone.com. We look forward to hearing from you whether you have questions, comments, suggestions, or concerns. We also recommend that you check out the True Wisdom Podcasts, where my brother and I conduct Bible studies in a discussion format. Both of these podcasts can be found on Spotify, Pandora, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you normally obtain your podcasts. We ask that you keep these ministries in your prayers. Until we meet again next time, may God richly bless you as you prayerfully study and share His Holy Word. Thank you.